Welcome to the new Fork on the Road. We are in Lisbon, Portugal. Jinx, I said it. And we're about to go on a food tour from the good people at Eating Europe. Look at a castle back there. It's a castle. Why do we like food tours? Because it's the only way to get out of your comfort zone. It's the best way to get out of your comfort zone. And if you eat, I mean, we've been doing this since humans are humans. We sit down and we share. And I guess it's the best way to learn about a culture and history is eating with a person. We usually do this on the first day or someplace. Today we're doing it on the second day. Because Air France screwed up our first day. But I'm not bitter anymore. Yeah, right. C'est vrai. Tout le monde. Mon dieu. Well, I can't wait. I think they're waiting for us. Okay, let's, let's Bye. This is 10 Reasons to Move to Portugal. So come along with us as we see the world. And test our marriage. Visiting iconic locations. Indulging in wild adventures. <laughs> learning delicious regional recipes. And meeting oddly hilarious local characters. We'll see you at a fork on the road. Why'd you pause? It's dramatic. This is not dramatic. This is a comedy. You need both. Stop fighting with me. I'm not fighting. Stop telling me what to do. Welcome to a fork on the road. This is the traveling diva, Yeni Alvarez, collector of tiny soaps and those little slippers they give you when you check into a hotel that really don't last. And this is Mark DiCarlo, travel guru and author of A Fork on the Road, 400 Cities, One Stomach. Today, it's 10 reasons to move to Portugal. Not just to visit, to move. This is full on, I'm leaving America or wherever I live and I'm going to relocate and become part of the expat community in Portugal. Uh, we're going to learn how you do the paperwork, where you yeah. land, what you do once you get there, how you shop, all the different things about living in Portugal compared to wherever you lived before from an expert who researched this for 30 years and has been living there for four months. This is our 99th episode, by the way. Is it? Yeah, this is our 99th <gasps> episode. The next one will be 100. And to celebrate our uh, return to the travel and foodie airwaves, we're giving away a trip to Cancun, for every book that you buy. Um, every... It is five days, four nights mm -hmm. at uh, a fabulous resort. Called the Ocean Spa Resort. All for you from the good folks at CancunCards.com, one of our sponsors. We're giving that away with a signed copy of the book uh, just, to, uh, just because we like you, each and every single one of you. And you can find our <laughs> podcasts at Global Traveler usa.com we're going to be doing ask me anything's on facebook and now we're back so we're happy to be doing shows again and uh, glad that you can join us on this one this is a very uh, very fun show it's titled 10 reasons to move to portugal if you know anybody that travels in the world friends family it seems like everybody is moving to Portugal. They're all going to Portugal. Yeah, whether you're a digital nomad or you're a retiree or you're just someone that wants to party all the time. Yeni and I were in Portugal recently. We went to Lisbon and uh, where was the Cascash? Cascash and Sintra. Sintra was cool. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, a. It was magical. It, it wasn't just cool, it was magical. It was like a Harry cool Potter castles. ride without uh, a line. <laughs> it was nice. It was castles and a thing like a like that, an upside down uh, tower. Quinta de la Regaleira. What is it? Quinta de la Regaleira. Sí. That's in Spanish. Yeah. Not in Portuguese. Right. Um, it was this beautiful castle where someone decided that they were going to build this. Uh, it's kind of like an upside down. It's like a tunnel, and you go down the steps, and there's Masonic symbols everywhere. Then as you're at the bottom, then you walk through this beautiful cave and out into the light. And at the light, there's 
waterfalls and altars and stairs and more little castles. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was really pretty. We did have a great time exploring the city. Matter of fact, we rented uh, Vespas for a day and we had a really great time. Check this out. Lisbon is a great city and you can see more of it when you're on a Vespa. Jose sent us up with this really cool scooter and they delivered it to the hotel, which I guess is why his business is called Scooters at your Hotel. <laughs> great way to see Lisbon. We're down with the people on the bumpy streets. You can see the beach. You can see the Time Out Market. You can see the castles. You can see the crazy streets here. All of it within easy reach on this really cool scooter. Uh, that was fun. Best way to see the city. She says that now. But the entire time we were on the Vespas. Oh, ow! Ow! Okay, ow. do not take the Vespa on cobblestones. No. That's all there is. There's only cobblestones no. in Lisbon. Yes! No. Yeah, but I was sitting in the back going, ow. Like this. Well, no, that's not learn how to ride a bike and you can get your own Vespa. <laughs> Dirty little secret. Yenny cannot ride a bicycle. And it's a sad story. Whatever, we're going to cut that they out. They were too, uh, they, they didn't have the money when she was growing up in Cuba to have a bicycle. So she's never learned. Of course, she's been here since she's 10. No sad stuff. It's not being sad. You've had an, I'm trying to guilt you into learning how to ride a bicycle so we could do bicycle vacations. I can have, I have a car. Uh-huh. And what kind of bike do you want? Tricycle. For a grown-up. Because they're cute. <laughs> they're not really great for kids. <laughs> they're around. very cute. They are super cute. Yeah. You're in the city on a Vespa. It's much easier to park and walk into some place and come back out. I highly recommend it. Really fun. Very safe. I wouldn't ride a moped or a scooter here in America, certainly not in Los Angeles. But in Europe, it was fantastic. We really, really had was. a great time. And um, uh, I want to thank the folks at the scooter place. And the, the people at the Amalusa were really nice. We met a, a retired airline pilot and his wife and their friend. And they're the ones that told us uh, about this phenomenal place in Sintra. They just said, go have the soup. Oh, my God. It was the best place. Well, we'll tell you about that in a bit. <laughs> well, you can talk about the soup now. <laughs> it was the best soup in the world. That man should have a Michelin star. I'm talking about uh, the truffle mushroom and surprise pork rind or bacon or something with delicious pork, heavy cream, uh, not arugula, spinach, and I don't know what else, but I need the recipe. So the pancetta is long mm -hmm. and straight is the best one. Just fried it. A little bit of olive oil, fried it in a low heat to be very crispy. Put on the top, in the very end, when you switch it off, put the spinach, mix it, don't cook the spinach. Mm -hmm. Just leave on the pan one or two minutes. It becomes soft and al dente. Not something <laughs> you cannot feel the texture in your mouth. And that's it. It is sincerely top two of the world's best soup. Thank you, very kind. It is amazing. Oh my god. I want to cry. It is not worth eating crap when you can taste something like this in your mouth every day. I just, I never want to eat again unless it's this good. I thought the best soup you ever had was at uh, Osteria Passignano okay. in top Italy. Top two, top two soups. Uh, Badia de Passignano, mm -hmm. that soup, and uh, Claudio Coelho's uh, chickpea and uh, truffle mushroom soup. Oh my God, those two, they're competing for number one. Uh, but this man should have a Michelin star. First thing you got to know is why go to Portugal? I think we've discussed that. It's a fun place. Uh, you feel welcome uh, right now. It's the best place to get a golden visa right now. It's at the least amount of money that you have to invest in a country in order to be able to live there. That's why you want to go there. 
and it's also temperate. It's kind of like Southern California yeah. weather, which I yeah, think yeah. is another reason people go there. How do you get there? Uh, we said this last time. Um, best day to buy an airplane ticket is on a Sunday because that's when the prices are the lowest. Best days to travel are Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday because that's when the loads are the lightest. Mm -hmm. You could hear us prattle on forever, but I think we should turn to the expert now. She grew up and lived here in Los Angeles and California and on the East Coast all over America. And four months ago, she decided, screw it, I'm going to Portugal. Let's welcome our expat of the week, Liz. Hey, Liz, thanks for joining us. Hi. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Let's start at the very beginning. You lived in America your whole life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you visit Portugal before you decided to move there or you just moved? I had always thought about going to Europe um, since I was about 12. My oldest sister did an exchange program. And um, long story short, she didn't go. Dreams were shattered. I didn't think it was possible back then uh, in school years. Um, so decided that at some point in my life, I was going to go. But I didn't know when. First of all, which country I wanted to go to and where in the country I would be most comfortable and could live out the, the rest of my life. So why did you pick Portugal? Why not Spain? Why not Italy? Uh, Norway? Why, what was so enticing to you about Portugal? Yeah, I speak Italian. So um, Italy was uh, definitely on the top of the list. But uh, tax wise, cost of living wise, uh, red tape, bureaucracy, it was too much. Is there a website that people are considering moving to uh, Portugal that gives you a checklist of all the paperwork and things that you have to fill out? Yeah, the problem with that is it changes constantly. So whatever <laughs> you see is probably outdated. Um, best to follow Facebook groups and um, you'll quickly learn which ones are legit and which ones aren't. What's your favorite Facebook group that you find is accurate and helpful? Um, American expats in Portugal is a good one. I consulted some YouTubers, cooking uh, shows, everything. We did a really good uh, food tour in Lisbon, right? Didn't yes, we? it was. Was it an Eating Europe tour? I believe so. Yeah. I didn't take a tour, but I watched on YouTube. So, uh, well, if you're watching food... everything on YouTube, Liz, why don't you just stay here and just watch it on YouTube? <laughs> well, because it's, you, it's better to experience it in person. Okay. And there's nothing like being here in person. You know, you have to have some good legs if you're going to live in a hilly town. And but, uh, Liz has good legs. Yes, I do. <laughs> Show us. Kick your, legs up. kick your legs up. I want to see what they look like right now. Can you kick them up? Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> that. I don't think that's a good angle. That's a good, that's a good Portugal leg. Uh, all right, so the show is 10 Reasons to move to Portugal. So your first reason was, it sounds like a very well thought out, I'm looking for the, 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 the third act of my life and I wanna be someplace where I can be healthy and active and uh, survive without spending too much money. So yes. uh, I, I guess doing research is one, yeah. one of the reasons to, to go out there. You gotta do your own research, uh, maybe check out that Facebook group. Uh, what's another reason? to become an expat in Portugal. Are there a lot of Americans there? So a lot of people are coming here from Italy, from Spain, from Holland. What's drawing people in there? Is it 
the economy because we really thought the I don't think we spent more than 30 euros for dinner for the two of us ever. Yeah, we but we there. went on a really good. Uh, and Yenny drinks like a fish. I do not. So that's, <laughs> but I do eat. That's, I do eat. Yes. It seems like it's a um, a very un uh, a very inexpensive place to be a tourist, which means it must be even less expensive to be a resident. Some items like shampoo is more expensive here than in the U.S. Um, food is less expensive when you go out. Drinks are crazy less expensive. I don't know if you know much about the English, but English tend to drink. That's their thing is to go to pubs and drink and socialize. And um, that's a slippery slope. I've seen some folks uh, not do so well with that. <laughs> and they do it on the regular, which is really kind of surprising. I couldn't right. do that at the stage anymore. Not, no. Every, pretty much every meal that we had was outside in a little piazza or yes. plaza or something. Outdoor and there are a lot really of bars good. like that too, right? That would be, can we call that the third reason for moving to Lisbon in Portugal? Is that outdoor it's an outdoor nightlife? nightlife? Social? Yes. Yes, definitely. What's a big night out for Liz? Um, going to the main drag. Uh, the Usually it's a square or it's a street. And they usually have um, booths there with handmade goods that are made in Portugal um, to sell. And they also have bars. So it's, it's a constant rotation of nationalities, which is really terrific. And most everyone speaks English. So, so that would be another reason to move here. Yeni speaks Italian and Spanish, but the mm -hmm. Portuguese language is neither of those. And it was, I, I didn't, we were there for five days. I didn't catch on. Once you get used to the, how they pronounce uh, vowels. Give me an example. In America, when we say the vowels, we go A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. How do you say them in Portuguese? A. U, E, wait, A, E, I, E, O, O, uh, okay, O would be, O, uh, I have trouble saying it, O, and O. Oh, they all sounded the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, so the, yeah, reason number four, ease of I communication. I have five years to learn the language because in five years I can apply for citizenship, but I have to speak Portuguese. And yeah. once you get a European passport, a EU passport, you can go anywhere in Europe and uh, it's simple and easy. Exactly. So that's another reason to move here is it's so close to all kinds of adventure. I'm close to North Africa, to Southern Spain. Um, flights to Italy can be fifty dollars oh. some some flights i i hear um some english that i know are going back home and their flights are 40. the two big cheapy airlines are easyjet and ryanair are there others that you have used or are those still the two big ones yeah there's tap portugal also right we flew yeah um and they can be inexpensive it really depends on the time of year it also helps if you're if you're purchasing your airfare from Europe, you might get a different price than if you're purchasing it from an IP address Absolutely. here in America. Absolutely. You will get a lower price for sure. Yeah. Fifth reason, 
easy to travel anywhere in Europe. And Europe has so many yeah. different flavors. Africa, as you said, is uh, nearby. Uh, Egypt is nearby. Uh, the Canary yeah. Islands are nearby. Morocco, yeah. Casablanca, all those really uh, uh, exotic adventures. Have you been on an adventure yet that you wouldn't have had here in America? We found a tuk-tuk to take us around. And it was a godsend because it was so hot and it's so hilly that you just, I was sweating at least two liters of water every day. It was crazy. You're already a European. You're sweating in liters instead of ounces. <laughs> yeah. That's That was a quick transition. <laughs> yes. But yeah. You've been there four months. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're, any second thoughts? Do you miss America? Do you think, oh my God, I've made a horrible mistake? Have you made friends there? What's the social, your social cocoon like? Is it going to sustain you? Or are, do you lay in bed at night going, oh my God, what a horrific mistake I've made? And do you think this is uh, a place where you can live out your days? Yes. I've been able to make a circle of friends faster than when I lived in LA. I can't even believe it. And there's, it's a small town. But um, the expats that are here, whether they're from America or from Ireland or uh, Holland, uh, Italy, we're all sort of in the same boat. So we all are automatically have something in common. We've all had the courage to make that jump. Things are different. The cheese is different here. The meats are different um, and not necessarily different bad. They're just different. Um, most foods, in fact, are better than in America because the EU has stricter rules. You feel healthier than you felt mm -hmm. when you lived in Los Angeles? Yes. What's the healthcare system like there? Is it good? Is it as good as America? It, there are two. For expats, we are required to buy private insurance um, until you become a citizen. Then you have free access to the public system. We can still go to public hospitals, um, but we would have to pay. Um, and the out-of-pocket costs are shockingly low. Reason number nine, dating. Make mm -hmm. it out. <laughs> Finding a special someone to do the samba with in samba. Lisbon. Is, is that's not a, I don't know. That's, what, what's the <laughs> dance called in Lisbon? Is there a special uh, Portugal dance? No. <laughs> You're a single woman, right? Uh-huh. You're fresh yes. meat. Literally right off the boat, I would right imagine uh, the, all the foreigners would be circling you like vultures around a wounded <laughs> goat. I do see the old men <laughs> staring. They do. Yeah. Um, uh, who's I, got the best approach? What nationality has the smoothest approach to you? The Italians, oh. the Portuguese, the Spanish? I haven't experienced all of them yet, but I have to say a fellow from Scotland was really nice. I met him on a walk. I was just walking and stopped to take a photo and we started talking. So um, what was his opening line? Would you like to I, see my castle? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he was a little older for me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about being younger. So. What's the youngest guy he'll go out with? No. Give, me the, say, give me a number. I'd say 55. 55. All right. I'm sure there are a lot of 55 year old men that uh, watch our show or listen to our show. First of all, if you're listening only to I the know. show, you should totally watch it because Liz, Liz is Stone Cold Fox. She's 
Look at her. She's still fabulous. Cool. And we know at least one of her legs is beautiful. We didn't see the <laughs> other one, but we know one of them is in great shape. I'm assuming they're both relatively <laughs> similar in shape. Yeah. The 10th reason to move anywhere, uh, mm -hmm. or one of the 10 reasons, is food. This is a pastel de nata, which is uh, kind of like a quiche, but it's a, a flan. A pastel of nothing. No, not nada, nata, which is uh, milk, like the, the fun Leche part of the milk. milk. Want to try it? Yeah. Not a better. Mmm. Well worth the trip. Do you like the palette of food in Portugal or no? It's a little bland for my taste. Um, that too, yeah. It's very meat centric. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, being from California, I'm used to lots of fresh veggies, which they are in abundance here. But for mm -hmm. some reason, the restaurants uh, focus on meat and potatoes. They love their French fries. So, Is there a good mix of other ethnic food restaurants in Lisbon, like Italian, Spanish, and African, and all the other influences that are uh, in proximity? Yes, there's uh, a lot of Indian. There's Indonesian, which because apparently in Holland, there's a large Indonesian population and uh, Dutch love it here because of the weather. So the Indonesians come as well. The younger generations, because of the uh, social media, they're uh, open and wanting a lot more flavor than the older generation, which tends to go, they tend to go to the same restaurants, eat the same foods, over and over again. They're, the older Portuguese, ironically, are not that explorative when it comes to food. After all this, you've already been there four months mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. went through getting there. What is your advice for somebody wanting to move to Portugal? Figure out where, you, where in the country you want to live because the terrain is different, the climate is different depending on where you go, uh, cities versus smaller towns, what kind of vibe do you want? What kind of culture do you want? Um, and do it, just do it. Don't waste any more time. If you're thinking about it, go ahead and pull the trigger and do it because that's the hardest part. Closing your life in, uh, in the US and getting yourself here. Once you're here, it's, it, it's so much easier than I anticipated. Um, I'm making friends faster than I ever did in large cities in the United States. And they're really good friends. And we all have something in common, which is the adventure, the courage to do it. So uh, that's an excellent word. And adventure. We'll, we'll, we'll adventure and courage someone, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who's 50 years old or more walking mm -hmm. off the plank and having the courage to start a completely new life in a completely foreign situation no friends no nothing you just went there and i think just that alone is such a life-affirming exciting positive choice uh you mm -hmm. you you could see it in your face you look happy and healthy and i'm so happy that it's working out for you and we'll continue to check in with yes, you and, we'll check in and, and you we'll look leave so on, fabulous and we'll be sleeping on your couch yes. at some point soon uh <laughs> you thank you for all your I'll have two beds. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah, even better. Um, uh, Liz is going to give us all the links to all the things she talked about, the Facebook pages, the YouTube people that helped her, all the information for the websites and the government and all the different pieces of information that she studied for 20 years before she pulled yes. the trigger 
on Portugal. We'll have that in the written article on the GlobalTravelerUSA.com webpage that goes along with this visual uh, podcast that we have and also a chance to buy my book. If you buy my book because you're a GlobalTravelerUSA.com viewer, We'll also throw in a five-day, four-night resort stay in Cancun, thanks to the good folks at CancunCars.com. You can follow everything you need to know about the show where? You can follow us on Global Travelers USA and follow Mark on Instagram, Mark DiCarlo TV, and on X, not Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. At Mark DiCarlo. And we're constantly putting up information and travel deals and things like that and little pieces, little travel nuggets, because you want to be a traveler, not a tourist. You want to be an intrepid, courageous person who's taken a huge bite out of life and probably out of some younger men in the future. We'll find out. Uh, as we... <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Those are 10 reasons <laughs> you should consider moving to Portugal. I'm Mark DiCarlo. And I'm Yeni Alvarez, and I'm off to steal some little soaps. And you've been watching A Fork on the Road. Thanks for watching. Our ne next episode is number 100. We're going to do something special for it. I'm excited about that. Don't limit. Just be aware that the beauty you are seeing is yourself. <laughs>